When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? Comics. Who are you? I'm Batman. TV and movies. Wrestling. Uh, Music. We are just getting started. Finally, a podcast about things you actually care about. Hosted by a couple of guys who actually care about those things, too. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Maybe a little too much. Yes, that's awesome. The talented one, Chris Machete. That no-talent ass clown became famous. And Brenton, you know, that guy from your other favorite podcast. I liked it. I was good at it. So grab onto the handrail and don't let go. Get ready. There's a little boy the escalator. This is the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Woo! Here's CM and BD. Fresh live, fresh. Fresh live, fresh live. Fresh merch, fresh merch. Fresh coffee cup, fresh coffee cup. Uh, it looks pretty sweet. It's a giant cup. Only seventy nine ninety nine. Went down ten bucks. Whoa, yeah. I, I moved nothing. so many of them. I, I don't even have. I don't have a drink today. What is that? You had a cube though. Was that like a? Oh, know, it's like a pen back? holder. It's like a oh. little pen. Pen holder thingy. By chance, is your wife uh, watching this recording and she could be like, hey, wait a minute. Uh, I better run something down to him. No, no, not like today. last time? No, no, today, this is... Uh, what I was saying to you guys before we went on the air is I've been having some serious internet issues today. Um, and it's all kind of come down in the last two hours. So I've, I've literally spent the last two hours trying to repair internet issues in the house because... Um, I've set up a new, one of those mesh systems. They call it like a Wi-Fi mesh system instead of one router because we've got a lot of walls and bricks and beams that are the keeping the internet from going up to kids' bedrooms and such. Mm-hmm. So, so I had set up a new system that I thought was working and then uh, my daughter, Julie, she's got her cell phone on my plan. And last night we were sitting in bed and we got a text from her saying, I just got this message from Kudo. She burned through her five gig data plan within the first, uh, what was it, 13 or 14 days of the, of the cycle. I thought you were going to say more like, what? <laughs> like how? So I went and I started looking and, and sure enough, there's a bunch of, uh, periods where like she's got like 700 megs of data and you know i'm like how to what she then tells me is that i the internet keeps switching off in my room and it goes to my cellular (laughs) and i'm like how the does that happen and why am i only hearing about this now so i i'm like it's got to be your phone it's got to be and then the further i looked into it i'm like she's not kidding like it's it's messed up so 
I've been trying to troubleshoot this and it's been this downward spiral of frustration and anger. So I had texted you, Brent, and I'm like, I don't think I'm going to make it. And then finally, I'm just, and then I texted back saying, use your phone and all the data. So now it makes sense. (laughs) Right. I know. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the kids on the escalator podcast, mid season, three quarter season, one division review. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's Mike. He's around for a little while until the internet fries his house down. <laughs> no, a, you know, if you that's see Christmas Shetty in the back, yeah, Christmas Shetty hot off of a, another successful week of guitar lessons and madness and craziness. Last night, last night was good. Then we got we, some some guy requested a Tesla song. I don't know who that was. But that was awesome. Yes, that was me. And there so we go. <laughs> only because I have only because a, a nice a nice tie in there, Chris. But only mm. because, yeah. I've got a member of said Tesla coming on the Brenton on tour podcast coming up, which is going to cover off. Tell us that's coming up soon, but more important to that, Mm -hmm. that's coming down in the, in the few weeks, you know, and he's going to talk coffee and music and travel and all the rest of it. We've also got a very big guest coming on next week on here, on here. Yes. uh, Which we're not going to reveal just yet, but okay. He's in a big metal band. We'll go with yeah. that. One of Chris's favorites. So there we One go. One of my favorites growing up. That's for sure. But the that's news awesome. of the the real news of the week, big, more than anything in the planet, more than any political or Leaf win or Canucks loss or anything like that. <laughs> or uh, Leafs loss. Or know. anything. Yeah. Is that the Brenton on Tour YouTube page has officially Ooh. hit 50 subscribers. Woo! Wow, there you go. Look at that. You can get an award. Yeah, Look yeah. That. 50 subscribers. Like nice. For, that's 50. Mm-hmm. 50 mm-hmm. five zero not 49 you got a you got 50 i'm not cool like with the 50,000 that why that uh, that chris has got there but 50 that's now awesome, buddy. after tesla comes on that'll be 60 so there i'm very go. excited i know you're moving up <laughs> and maybe just maybe people out there the road to 1000 between twitter and youtube starts maybe just maybe we can start making some goddamn money we're like eight bucks oh. a month or something that'd be yeah. cool hey Get that's a couple like, king that's like three coffee for you. Yeah. Anyways, that's not really the big news. Though. Comic books for me as well. I, that was a funny gag from the Provincetown Woodcrafts around the corner from my house. Or, oh. or mm-hmm. YouTube actually sent it to my house. I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, I don't know if they give plaques away for mediocrity, but well, <laughs> look legit for me. Look, look, look legit to me. Well, it's the frame. Real so, uh, yeah. hey. Uh, Dylan uh, Toombs, uh, anyone's looking for a YouTube a, uh, oh, award, uh, there you go. Nice. 50 subscribers. I, I'm out. I can't go any higher than that. So that's, that's it. Might as well that's just retire now. Mic drop right Next there. news of the week. Uh, okay, we got some news of the week to cover before we get into WandaVision because a lot of shit went down. Uh, let's start with the firing of uh, Gina Carano. Yeah, take that, Gina. Jeez Louise, what are you doing, Gina? Not surprised is that that's coming, but it's been, it's been pretty interesting reading a lot of the back and forth on the Twitter verse, the fours and the against. And you know, it's personally, we, we talked about this last year uh, when, or when the show was when wrapping up. Yeah. When yeah. she started doing and the things, you just, it was, it was inevitable and In- inevitable, inevitable. inevitable. Uh, it was very Thanos. It was very inevitable. Yeah. Um, I, I had to laugh though, that uh, the big press release that came afterwards was how she had signed a yeah. picture deal with Ben Shapiro's, mm. uh, whatever, you know, I'm sure that's, yeah, that is a step up 
from <laughs> Disney. Um, right. Uh, it it brings up like this this could go into one of those conversations that takes on a life of its own. Uh, the bottom line, I think, really is um, if you're working for somebody, uh, you have to, you know, you fall under their code of conduct. Yeah, you represent and, them And, you know, if, if you've got your own personal issues and your personal beliefs and all that stuff, uh, just know that, you know, as long as you're employed... Or under contract to said company, and if they have, I don't even know if, if there was a morals clause in there. I'm sure there is. Um, Disney with a morals clause depends on what side of the Disney argument you're on. That's true. That's true. Um, but again, it's you know, I'm sure I've seen it. I know Dean can talk to it. Lachlan can talk to it. That you know, in in radio, when you know you work for a company. Uh, if you go out on, you know, after work and you do something that, you know, comes back on you that, you know, reflects poorly on the radio station, there's there's maybe not complete just cause. There may be some lawyering happening here and there. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, you represent that company. And if if you just, you know, hold your beliefs, maybe not publicize them, share them with your friends until you're not in said contract. And then, you know, yeah, Mike, you so keep the Swears down, Mike. You know? I have talked so much shit about this podcast, and <laughs> but nobody sees it because I you know, don't. It just got picked up by Bell. We just got picked up by Bell Media, so we'll probably be fired. That's great. Right That's oh, hang on a so. sec. Wait a minute. What? What's that? Sorry, we've already been laid off. We've already been laid off. Yeah, we've already been laid off. Uh, they completely got rid of a full radio station here in Vancouver. The man. full sports station. Yeah, gone. I was going to say. And it was number, was it number two number in the market? Number one, man. It's been here it was, for 25 years. Wow. Anyway. See, I'm not, I'm, fill, fill me in on that a bit because I'm not too aware on that. And some other people might not be as Mike well. Mike can spit some some venom here, I'm sure, as well as Dean <laughs> and uh, and Lachlan on this. But uh, go ahead, Mike. The Coles Notes version of what just happened. Yeah, just some numbers and stuff. Like how many people well, it's, the hell 210 was was the number i i want to say in in toronto uh wow. alone between um ctv headquarters up in agent court uh i know my sister-in-law who works uh, my both my brother and sister-in-law work at cp24 uh they they saw what happened you know bodies were were positions were eliminated that's that's the radio buzz your position has been eliminated um cfrb like a lot of the, the talk stations went through, uh, you know, a massive gutting. Uh, then TSN, uh, TSN Radio, uh, Vancouver, Hamilton, and uh, what was the other one? Uh, I want to say, was it? No, not London. Um, Edmonton or Winnipeg, one of those two. Anyway, there was another one of the TSN uh, just completely flipped. So wow. TSN 1150 becomes Bloomberg Radio, which oh, is essentially just simulcasting the, the TV or running the American Bloomberg programming. Uh, uh, it's uh, cheap. It, I don't they know don't need bodies. Mike. I'm not sure who Deb, or Ta- Deb and Tash are, but they've joined us. Is that Lachlan or Dean? <laughs> what do we got going on there? <laughs> it's Deb and Tash. Well, I'm not it's, hearing it's audio. Uh, it's me. It's Lachlan. Hey, oh, buddy. Okay. Hey, buddy. Did I did I screw up? And, no, and... you just need to assign some video to yourself. Okay. Yeah. Hang on here. Start the video. There, there we go. go. So, I don't know why my wife's name's on there. Well, you can rename it. Go to the bottom corner and call yourself whatever you want, man. Captain Fantastic. Actually, I'm going to rename you right now. Captain 
fan Fucking <laughs> I can do that I, for tonight. I can do that. How's my levels? I just got my new uh, blue mic. There you go, buddy. Like Chris's is only a days away, and then we'll. Yeah, we'll Mike's, 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 Mike's. Mike's mics. Mike's mics are more expensive than our houses, <laughs> so uh, he's not gearing down. But uh, anyways, three. You know, we'll be blue, blue microphone certified all the oh, way. Yeah. Uh, I think Blue is a um, is a sponsor of uh, of the Blondell Podcast Network. Correct. is is part of the reason why I ended up getting one today. So now, one thing about those headphones, there, I think actually you want to warp them around, buddy, and you get a more comfortable fit on those ones. We're all in the same ones here. Yeah, these mixfies, they're yeah. pretty badass. Am I, I wearing them get, wrong? I'm not gonna get mine. Yeah, they're pretty. Uh, yeah, you want to go. Yeah, you're pretty much there. I think you can go around. No, yeah, you try it the yeah. other way. Go, go the, the other way. There you go. There try you go. Oh, how you're modeling. That's what they were built for. The real. There we go. Fantastic. <laughs> and we were just talking about uh, the news of the, of the past couple of weeks. Mike's wasn't on last week. Uh, we touched on it briefly. Lachlan cross about um, the firings in radio uh, in Toronto and stuff. We were just kind of going through a brief thing, Mike, obviously with a history in radio and you. So, um, Cole's notes version there, Lachlan, as your thoughts as to like uh, that state of state of radio. Uh, right well, I think I think for people that aren't in the business, it's it's always when you hear about people getting fired, you always have immediate empathy, right? And for us, it's just it's sort of another day in the life of of radio. So I think. I think that when you hear radio people talk about it, they may downplay it a bit. I think the issue with the bell firings is the proximity to the bell. Let's talk day that they do. Um, So you're dealing with a company that is trying to build a brand and it's doing it on the backs of, of, uh, of mental health. And I'm, I'm not saying they shouldn't do it, but I'm saying they need to be, I'm criticized for the fact that they are promoting themselves as this company that thinks about mental health, and then they shit can 15% of their staff every year to, to appease shareholders. Shortly after they have said, let's talk day. So it's like within the it's week, crazy. Two weeks. Yeah, it's brutal. Chris, what do you have in Kingston? What radio station do you have in Kingston? Do you have a, like a, do you have uh, a version of that up there? Like, like we a, have something called K-Rock. K Rock is ninety six three. Is it independent? Maybe no. is that Bell? Oh, that's uh, I that's, think that's iHeart. Is that iHeart? Oh, no, it's yes. no, chorus. Chorus. K Rock is chorus. I think. There yeah. we okay, go. So like as one or two C five. We just lost. Like we are equivalent. We had one that was equivalent to Toronto's Edge one hundred two, and we just lost it uh, last summer. It just turned over to uh, to like uh, just uh, wow. I can't remember. It turned over to, like some kind of modern country channel. Okay. Uh, just one afternoon so that was it for them i think yeah, the worst oh, sorry go ahead lachlan no you, you know what like i've been in the business i i got my first sort of official job in radio in 1994 i went to school in 91 um and i got a job in radio right away i i wouldn't necessarily count that as as my first foray into radio until i got my first official job in 1994 so i've been doing this a long time and you just sort of get used to the idea that you're probably 
going to get fired at some point. And and I have been fired. Now, what ended up happening with this business is um, the only companies with money in Canada, because they're raping everybody, is is, uh, uh, telecommunications companies, right? So they make all this money and they bought up all of these media outlets. And I don't think Bell... And I could be wrong. Maybe I am. I I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think Bell ever had any intentions of being a broadcast company, Mm -hmm. right? They bought that because they had more money than God. So they just bought it. So now they end up with this and it becomes more of a shareholder thing than anything. And, Mm -hmm. and I worked there. I worked at Bell. I worked at the bear in Edmonton before I jumped ship and, and I'm doing what I'm doing now because I wanted an opportunity to, to do mornings, not because I wanted to leave the company and there's pros and cons for working for a big company and a small company. The unfortunate part about it is that there's a lot of really good broadcasters out of work in this country. And, um, and, and it, it's, it's hard to watch because they may never get back into the business again. And, and you can hear, like, if you listen to Dean, like, he he calls it the death knell of radio. I don't necessarily think it's that these firings are the death knell of radio. I think radio is still strong. And I think in certain markets and certain properties do really, really well. And, and they still put decent content out. My show for one of them. Anyway, but I think... I think that it's disappointing to watch these companies that are more concerned about making sure that they're covering off dividends for their shareholders than, than they are concerned about the, the, the quality of the content. And I think that's what's going to hurt because you're, you got a bunch of people working for these companies that are just basically driving into work every day and putting in a day's work without really, without the passion for it because they're yeah. more concerned about dealing with the stress of the possibility of being fired, right? And I would say most of the ones that are still around, and it actually, because I have been on both sides of it where I've been part of the restructuring and part of the post-restructuring where you, it's almost worse to still be employed because now not only do you have to deal with the fact that, you know, some amazing people that you've worked with got shit canned for no other reason except they were higher up on the the payroll chain or really sort of like low end drop them off type thing. Um, but then you're also now, which is happening with a lot of these places, is they eliminate the positions, but then one week, two weeks later, they rewrite the position to include or absorb other jobs. And so now this person who was say, you know, back in the old days, you, you'd have a music director. Well, that music director is now the assistant promotions director. Who's also doing an air shift. Who's also a voice track. Who's now doing four or five jobs for maybe a slight bump in pay. If they're lucky, Mm -hmm. um, and they're just sitting there waiting. They are literally waiting for the next round of cuts and hope that they get the old golden parachute where they can, you know, then move on and and and. and it's a good thing you got a good morning. Show, you got a morning show lock because a lot of the, the staple things seem to be holding. Anyways, yeah. like you know, on that side of it. So kudos, I'll say this too. Uh, hopefully, you hold. Brent, no, I, I I didn't mean to cut you off. All good. 
on the television side, they never went through the consolidation that radio went through. No. Radio is Mike brings up an excellent point. It's bare bones, man. It's like, it's, it, it is the, there's hardly anybody in these radio stations anymore. And that's been the case for years. Television. You still had guys coming in nine o'clock in the morning, wandering around, chatting with people for an hour, hour and a half, hitting the street, doing a streeter, filing it by three and they're home for dinner by four 30. Right. Like there was a lot of that. There was a lot of fat on the bone and the fact that television got hit pretty hard this time around on the bell cuts doesn't surprise me at all. Now I'm not suggesting that those people deserve to lose their jobs, but I'm just saying there are situations where there could have, there were cuts that, that made sense to me on the television side, but Mike is right. A lot of times what they do with on the bell side of things and, 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 and the chorus and, and all these major Rogers is, they shit can a bunch of people, they clear a bunch of salary, and then you'll start seeing job postings in spring. Right. Yeah. And you know what? The best thing I ever did was I learned multiple jobs and I just made sure that like, I'm the music director and I'm the morning show host on my station. And, and, and that's what you got to do. You just got to make sure you yeah. know more than a couple of things. Do you right? play Slayer on your show, Lachlan? Because I'd like to suggest that as part of your playlist <laughs> if you're the music director. Play some Slayer. Just wake them up. Tomorrow morning, it's yeah. raining blood. That's <laughs> it. It's what do we're going to kick the show off with. You do know, it. I just, I was just going to say, the, 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 worst, the worst thing that I've seen, and I mean, I've been out, I mean, I went full-time voice back in 2010, and I left. Uh, doing drives and uh, doing drive in Hamilton and I loved it. It was great. wasn't a big fan of my boss at the end, but you know, that's, really? that's yeah. odd. <laughs> which is an odd thing. It's an odd thing, especially if you're on air because you know, it's, it's hard to, I, I, I joked about it when I, when I went full-time VO, I said, I used to spend day after day fighting tooth and nail with the program director like I know, I know the show that I want to do. I know this is what this, this works, this work, you know, and you fight and you fight. Now I'll go into a studio and I'll have a client or a director be like, yeah, can you do that again? I will do it a thousand different ways to the end of the day. And it won't, I won't sweat it now. But back then I, when, when I left, it was the hardest thing for me was seeing, um, guys and girls who'd been doing this longer than I did. I got in in 96. That's when I started. And you see a lot of the, the veterans, the old timers who all they ever knew was radio. Their personas were so linked to their, like you couldn't separate the real name from the fake radio name. Mm-hmm. And when they got fired, it's that's the scary thing because all of a sudden they don't have an identity outside of you know their their DJ persona, and what happens is they will they will get job or they'll they'll go looking for jobs again and they'll take jobs uh, part time gigs you know they'll continue to fight to get back just so they get that that platform for them to be these you know to be these characters that they've they've grown up knowing they don't know anything else mm-hmm. and the sad thing is when they don't or if they don't get those jobs that's when it gets scary and you know you talk about the bell mental health let's talk thing um if you don't have an identity outside of your radio persona and it's gone and you don't have that platform anymore and you're not 
you're not skilled enough to become a podcaster or a Twitch streamer or anything like that, it's a scary thing because, man, you know, you, you have no identity at that point. And that's what I can define you. And it does oh, yeah. in, in a lot of, in a lot I of have situations. A point to that, Mike, <clears throat> about having skill to be a podcaster. So this is a microphone. Mm-hmm. This is my lips. And these are my friends. There's your podcast. And well, everyone, every, you know I'm just, what? I'm saying it's, it's, a, it's everyone. The, the, the thing is, is everyone's got a podcast. Sure. Doing it well. I don't know. Not everyone's going to be able to do it more of on a jokey side of it. These guys are canned. They're out in the world now. I'm, I'm seeing the tweets out here in Vancouver. Guys are like, what do we do next? How we do this? The radio guys are like, should we go on Twitch? Should we, do, we, they have no, no one's guiding them. So they're throwing whatever they can against the, the wall to see if it's going to stick. And I'm like, you already have a voice. Todd Hancock proved that when he got canned. He walked right into the Todd Cast podcast and all of his listeners went. Mark and Chris, uh, Mark got you know, let go down in Windsor. They started the morning show like three days later. I, they may not have had 100,000 people listening to them, but I'm sure they at least pulled in the first 10,000. And there were plenty of plenty of yeah. morning talent or just straight announcers that did that when they yeah. were let go. They banded together and they, they did essentially their shows. And There's then, not enough people, though, that know what you need to do sure, to yeah. take it to the next level or take it outside of your traditional forms of radio. I worked with a broadcaster, I swear to God, who um, was on the air in the late eighties. And, uh, we hired this individual at this radio station that I worked at. And, um, um, they had just recently been fired. I'm trying to keep the gender off of here, <laughs> but they got fired. And so we put them on because of the name. And, um, I was on location on a weekend and I tried to get this person to record a phone call through the board and they didn't they know didn't how to phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do it. I don't yeah. know about you, but anytime I've done a job, I've tried to figure out all of the sort of ins and outs of that job, right? And that's mm. why I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm easing into this. I'm trying to sure. figure out the ins and outs of this podcast thing. Dean invited me on and I was like, I don't know how this works. So let's figure this out. All right. I got this mic. What do I do with this? Oh, you plug it into your laptop. It's just, it's a matter of doing it. Sure. I'm 51 yeah. years old. And I will probably get fired again in my career. And I may end up having to talk to three nerds on a podcast. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's a good thing you're on a giant podcasting network and there's probably not going to be a hard time getting a gig. I I actually, this morning, it's, it's funny. We talk about this now. I was invited to be a sort of guest speaker at Conestoga college for the radio, for the radio program they were talking about they my voiceover and being sort of a side hustle and 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 that thing but we got into the whole radio side of things because i did a a bunch of years in in kw some of the most fun i ever had was in kw um and it, it was it was tough because you see these kids 
And I was one of those kids when I was going to Humber College. You know, I was that kid that had big ideas and visions of greatness. You know, I worked in Elliott Lake for my first gig because my buddy was the superintendent of the golf course up there. And I'd gone up the summer before, heard this shitty little AM radio station whose morning guy said, he was just the old school. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You know, bells hanging in there. Oh, my God. It was it was as Rodney radio as you get. And I thought to myself, like, again, at that point, I'm, what, 21, maybe? And I'm full of piss. I'm like, fuck, I can go up there. I can take over this town, you know? And then, you know, I'm sitting here looking at these kids, and I'm trying to say, you know, I'm trying to be positive about it, even though I know that the career, like, the broadcasting field that they're going into is way different from even when I started. But at the same time, it, it dawned on me that they are learning uh, a set of skills that, you know, Lachlan and I didn't need to know back then. Like, if we could cut, you know, quarter-inch reel, like, that was a skill right there. But these kids now, like, they they know about platforms like Twitch. They know about the importance of social media. They know that it's not just literally cracking open a mic, doing a four-hour shift, and then going home and fucking off until the next day. Can I tell they you a quick little story, Mike? Yeah. So, I... I um. I was around when Facebook wasn't a thing. And so were you. <laughs> yes. We had a meeting at one of the radio stations I was working at and the program director sat us all down and he's dealing with a bunch of veteran broadcasters and we're all in uh, on, you know, sitting around this table and he's like, you guys got to get on Facebook. <laughs> it's going to be huge. And the morning show guy at the time goes, ah, just a fucking fad. <laughs> That's it's so Within true. Within a year, he was. I like you. Got to figure this stuff out. You do. Yeah. Things change. Life. And life we're live evolved. on Facebook tonight. What? Well, yeah. We're live on, the, on the Facebook. You have, the you have to learn to evolve, man. And, and that guy. That guy is now. Uh, he's a landscaper. Right, yeah. I know because he sends me notes on on Facebook. Ironically, <laughs> I was listening to your about show. The show. Yeah, about the show. Like, how do I get back on radio? I got this Land, landscaper <laughs> slash consultant is what it is. You know, that's what it. But but these kids, I mean, they that's... they do have they do have. Um, they're coming at it from a different point of view, and and I said to them like, it, and it. I think it's true now is that content. Uh, if you can develop content as a broadcaster, you're, you're, you're gold. Like you have longevity and that's why, you know, you see some of the broadcasters that did get out of radio or, or managed to, you know, get a decent side hustle because they realized, you know, there, you can't, you can't sort of keep doing what you used to do. That's not how it works. And you either adapt or you die. That's Captain so of the ship, Dean Blundell. That's what they say yeah. in the in in the movies. Adapt or die. Adapt or die. Chris, yeah. it's time to move on to Wandavision. Uh, okay, <laughs> Lachlan. Last time we saw you, it was uh, three episodes in. We're now at six episodes in. We're hoping that well, the fact that you're back tells us that you watched a few more, so that's good. 
I did and, a little uh, catch up on the weekend. That's um, great. And Chris so, has got a breakdown for us, but uh, let's get Lachlan's take for a minute. Lachlan. Yeah, for sure. That's Lachlan. What do you think so far? Educate you on it. If you need any help with it or whatever. So, how- well, Chris, you're going to, you're going to be the one that's going to um, like, you're going to see the Easter eggs and things like that. So, yeah. cause I don't have the background obviously that you do. That's okay. But um, I will say this. I was, annoyed after the first three episodes Mm -hmm. and then the fourth episode it and 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 again i don't have the same reference points but i i was like okay this is now this is a little x-file-ish for me i get a touch of that and that now i'm now i'm intrigued nice now i'm five or six episodes in and here's what i've noticed now sitting back and, 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 and evaluating it from the perspective of somebody that knows nothing about the comic book world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to hear this. Yeah. I'm here's what I will say. I'm amazed at the quality of the acting. Yes. Like that's the thing that jumped out at me in the last couple of episodes with Agnes and vision and Wanda and some of the uh, uh, the other characters because you always have weak links and i realize disney has more money than god and they ha- they can throw a lot of money at this stuff so mm-hmm. they're they're able to, to you know to put together a really strong team but for me if if you're going to convince somebody that's not into this world to watch it that's going to help and i was very impressed in this last episode especially with some of the interaction between wandavision and agnes i was like that's this is making me believe it because of the acting and the quality of it. Yeah, yeah. Good actors, and they're, they're 100% committed to uh, their roles, which are crazy. Yeah. Like, imagine reading that, like an actor not knowing anything of the Mar- Marvel Universe and reading your script of your character, like, okay, yeah, all right. And this is all a crazy little world that, you know, one is created, and you're this person. Like, oh, all right, all right. Yeah, no. So that's for me, that's my biggest observation, but I'm in now, now that it feels a little x filish to me, mm-hmm. I'm in. I, right. I noticed you were that. so far out. <laughs> I, I was angry. so out before you and Dean were both, I don't know where Dean is. You're supposed to be joining us, but anyways, you were so far out after episode three that you were ready to come through the computer and strangle us for even bringing this into your world. And here you are in episode six in. So I'm you- in. Yeah. I'm awesome. in. I think this show would be better if I binged it on a yes. weekend. I like watching the three together, like three episodes at a time. And it's kind of like a movie that way. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I had too much time to dwell on it. Mm. There's a, a common question that we're getting actually, I think Dean or Lachlan, I was on with Dean and you and there a couple like last week. And I think the idea was why are the episodes so short? And you know, I could only think the fact that it's, um, because they're kind of built like comic books. Chris, what are your, what's your thoughts on well, why the next three so are going to be an hour? Apparently, right. The next three episodes are going to be an hour each. An hour each. Uh, the next ones are. Okay. So I don't, that, I don't know if it was a COVID thing. Cause this was filmed, I think during a rough time too, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I'm amazed at how well they're keeping some secrets in there of some people that are going to be appearing because we still don't know who our big bad guy is. And you know, it's not going to be like Frank from, you know, the, the waiter of some show, he's going to be somebody, somebody big, like the, the main villain is going to be played by somebody, somebody pretty cool. I'm thinking. Um, so we still, and they've kept that a secret pretty well, which is good. Um, 
One thing that I did want to divulge that I was talking to Brent about is that uh, Pietro Quicksilver is only on for that one episode. He was just supposed to be on the holiday uh, Halloween special. So all the people that thought that he was the main villain disguised, I, I that's not going to happen. That's it for him. He was only in for one day of filming. And that's how I found this. It was an interview with Kat Dennings saying that Pietro, the actor, whoever, I can't remember his name, but he was only in for one day of filming and it was a fun day and we did this and that. And so that's it for him. So he's definitely not the main villain. Um, a couple other options we could pick for that, but uh, if anybody was thinking that, it's not going to happen. And then the the other thing was the army guy uh, Hayward there from from Sword. There was thinks there was thoughts that maybe he could be the main villain as well, but he's just an army douchebag. You have to have one, right? You have to have the government douchebag in there, and that's who he is. He you could see in the one uh, scene where Wanda went to steal Vision back, that Vision was being turned into a weapon, and they had parts of Ultron there as well. So it looked like they were combining all. Ultron and Vision together for to make this weapon for Sword and wow, Wanda did not want that. And she went in there and took everything out, right? Which was which was really really decent. Uh, so that, that was that's just so many little cool things going on in those episodes. I could go on forever. But uh, what, do, what do we think of um, Lachlan? Do you have any favorite characters right now, or what do you think of Vision right now? Vision's role in this? I like him actually. I was annoyed that he was British. <laughs> Like, He's why do we British. need a British guy? British it's the same thing the when I tune into a local radio station and there's a Brit guy on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why do we need that? Was that was that something that that, that like if I go to if I go to Australia, are they gonna give me a job because I have a different accent? Yeah. No. <laughs> We're enamored with accents in no, but I I've 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 learned to have I've learned to appreciate vision because I, I think he is he's one of the stronger characters in the show for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I he like it very subtly, subtly. He's kind of he, coming around now. And I, I like his reduced role in this, in this show so far. I think he's got a very reduced background role that Chris, I don't know if that's going to be, well, he doesn't know what's going on. He's, he's yeah. a pawn and he's yeah. just about to not become a pawn. You know, he's just breaking out of his spot, his pawn status. He, he could, he's yeah. discovered he can actually reach in these people's heads and, and, you know, figure out who they are and what kind of you know, how they're feeling. And the other uh, one theory that I heard that was pretty cool. And I don't think it's true was that, that all the people in this, this uh, city are dead and she resurrected them. But that, I don't think that's true, but what a, what a wild theory that would have been, right. If these were all like dead people and she resurrected them, but no, because they all have other lives. Cause you hear them saying, Oh no, I got to go. It almost sounds like they came out of the, uh, the snap or the blip. Like when vision, when vision pulls them out, it's so, it's so close to that. And, and the funny thing, Lachlan, you mentioned uh, is that, so many people um, connected to this uh, story as soon as uh, the snap came in, when people were coming back from the infinity snap, that's when so many viewers like, Oh man. And it, everything just kind of went like this zing. Oh, okay. I get it now. Up. That, that, that I get it now. This is what kind of show this, this is what's happening. And then the more it filled in the gaps was like, wow, I wonder what happened to Wanda, right? Like I wonder, I wonder what happened to her since this happened. And it's funny. Cause we mentioned this in the beginning, all the things that did happen to her. She had, everything bad you know she lost her family she lost her brother and then she lost vision and then he was going to be turned into a weapon and here's the funny thing that she mentions too when i was at my lowest low my biggest point of despair that's the last thing i remember well classically when does the devil come in and offer a person a deal when they're very lowest because that's when they know they can talk that person to any kind of deal so again signaling at who the villain could be and there was rumors about keanu reeves playing mephisto or nightmare now the other thing i want to point out to you guys is how many times they say we have 
have to stop this nightmare. Wow, we got to we kill Wanda, then we end this nightmare. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. He's a villain. He's a huge villain who is like Freddy Krueger, who attacks you when you're sleeping. Starting to make sense now, right? So he's above. He's probably the second tier villain. I'm thinking, um, and above him will be somebody else, possibly Mephisto. Now the funny thing too is that people are talking about online is that if Disney goes the way of using Satan, Mephisto as as their their villain, there's a lot of countries that will not accept that. They will just not play the movie because Satan or Mephisto's in there. But wow, the nerd on my show, Jimmy, <clears throat> he mentioned that. Right, right. So, so it's it's, but it's looking like it's it's Mephisto. But maybe they will go the way of and just it's Nightmare, and that's it, and that that is the main villain. But it'll be interesting to see what kind of balls Disney had, what balls kind of Mickey has strolling into the situation, right? Like if he's, <laughs> if Mickey's gonna be like, nah, you know what? It's the devil, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> put it here Mikey, put it there that's, Mikey you're that's back how I uh, Mickey talking. sorry sorry Mike, you're we, back from the internet uh, yeah I was voting on you again no it's uh, I think it was the uh, the snowstorm that we got here uh, mm. we had a bit of a power outage that just went where are you Mike I'm in Brant Ford okay. Gretzky land Gretzkyville yeah. there you go I, I blame Wayne um, Gretzky for everything I, I think he holds the key to the city and the power he yeah. holds everything and anything he's 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 Wanda I think he's there Ooh, secretly he is yeah doing that oh, Mike what are your thoughts on episodes four five and six before we get to the, uh, you know what i it was uh, it really did pick up i mean to uh, to what lachlan was saying the first three episodes i i liked them because it was different and i was familiar enough with you know the whole backstory with wanda and vision not so much uh, like i really not nearly as dialed in as you are chris uh i, I was not much of a a, a vision scarlet witch uh reader Mm -hmm. so all the stuff of this mephisto and nightmare i had no clue so it's been pretty interesting hearing from you from somebody who's read it and also you know looking online and and seeing some of these these uh potential you know theories of mephisto and and nightmare you saw pietro's not coming back right like that's it for him yeah yeah because he looked like he was going to possibly be the villain right but nope no, but I, which to me that so far has been like that was the equivalent to the Luke Skywalker in Mandalorian because what a great, I, what a great character Pietro is in that like that is well so, and I love the fact that they we'll brought back so Evan Peters in because yeah. he was great in the X Men movies like yeah. his portrayal of Quicksilver was really good mm-hmm. um, I I really was hoping when when they did that shot of of him from behind when she opens up the door I really. Thought thought that they were going to play time in a bottle oh that would have been great as a throwback to the movie um it's i i like where they're going i I did hear that they're going to one hour episodes for the last three which is pretty cool because they are leading into Mm -hmm. doctor strange now you were saying that if nightmare is the baddie and they don't go with mephisto for you know devil reasons Mm -hmm. does this potentially open up like we talked way back Mm -hmm. maybe they do sort of combine the two stories with nightmare and having dormammu from the original doctor strange be the big big baddie that's controlling all this stuff um, sort of to tie them all in together because nightmare he was he was part of the whole doctor strange comic was he not yeah he's a he's one of his main arch villains he was actually so supposed to be in so that's all movie. gonna that's yeah, all gonna sync start. together so yeah uh, nightmare was supposed to be the first villain but he was uh it's it, they thought it was too dark to start that way right okay so, so bringing in but the thing about the thing about 
uh, nightmares. He's never, he's usually the second tier. You know what I mean? To have him be mm. high up. Um, there's another one though, the Grim Reaper. Now here's just another thing I'm going to throw at you. You know, when the dog um, ate the leaves and died now okay. in the, in the comic book, there was a dog too. And this dog uh, dug up bones in the backyard and it was the Grim Reaper's bones. And he brought the Grim Reaper back to life. And there's a, a little Easter egg in uh, episode four. I think it is, or is it three? where they go the cartoon at the beginning goes between the floors and the grim reaper's helmets in there like yeah i saw this yeah, see, on that, another that's another. really i think that's the, deep i mean that's really deep and, and kind so, of like and there's so many this is the well, thing it's it, the it, first it, episode the first so episode the bottle go. of wine was apparently maison de miserie or whatever which was you know house of misery house of m mm-hmm. so uh, yeah there's, everyone's there's freaking of, out about the easter eggs like yeah. Yeah. how familiar are you with the with the with the universe i have no idea what you guys are talking about. I'm talking about in general, though. You've watched Iron Man. Have you watched? Grim, all- Grim I've watched Iron Man. Have you watched yeah. any of the other Marvel movies? Like, I mean, we're we're Deadpool and and, oh, nice. and Iron Man. That's about it. Okay, like, I, I, I didn't get into. I watched Aquaman. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm not. Uh, so Chris, man, you you got some Easter long. eggs there, but do you have some Easter eggs that you could pull in for Lachlan that, and he might be like, "Wow, that's cool." That would be like. You know, I am for somebody that oddly attracted to Agnes. <laughs> okay, well, you you know she you know she's, she's great. I, actually, I know right. Like I, I get the same thing. I love the way she acts. I think she's stealing the show. Um, well, you know she's she a witch. Totally is. Her character she's a witch. In, well, yes, her character in the story is Agatha Harkness in the comic books, and that's who she's definitely Agatha Harkness. Now, one thing I want to point out about Agnes, and this goes back to my Grim Reaper theory here, um, is that she had that that gem on with the Grim Reaper on it. Do you remember that? Yeah, the little yeah. insignia. Yeah, sorry, my microphone was in front. So we had that the deal on there. When Vision was talking to her when she was in her car there, it was gone. And when she woke up, she was grabbing for it like this. So if you go back and watch, she's she's and it's gone. It's not there anymore, which is very strange. Um, but I, and so Agnes is definitely, and it's funny too. So if you take the first two letters of Agatha and the last letters of Harkness, you get Agnes. So she, she's Agatha Harkness. And in the comic book, she's a very very popular witch but she could be evil or she could be bad depending on what's in her best interest um in the comic book she was sent to help train uh wanda she was sent to help wanda and help her look after her twins and that's where they found out that wanda just created them you didn't really know this in the comic book until it was kind of uh revealed it's like wait a minute when wanda leaves the house the twins disappear so it was a little different in the comic book right but in in the comic book the twins the whole purpose was to fill empty parts of mephisto's soul so that's why they were they were minute so wanda was a minute let's just break this down Wanda is being manipulated. Like, yeah, sorry. So follow me here. Mike's head spinning, which is great. So follow me here. Check this out. Okay. So we have Wanda. She is being manipulated by the Grim Reaper to have these kids. She's put, everybody's put to sleep by this creature nightmare, all to get the two kids' souls to help the higher Lord Mephisto, because he's missing two pieces of his soul. (laughs) That's like, this is huge. This is like a great big storyline. And if this happens, then you guys owe me a beer. (laughs) <laughs> all, I'm thi- all, all I'm thinking right now is that if, if that's if that's the plan at Disney and Disney's really concerned about right? Deadpool three being full of f bombs like this, I think this is a little more. Hold on, back up. Know. Can I can I ask about that? Yeah. Disney didn't they create a separate wing 
and throw Deadpool over there so that they can sort of have some separation between the R, the potential R-rated material that's oh, that coming out. Because that's what I heard. And that's why... That'd be smart. That'd be that's, that's why... Like, it was going to be like Lucasfilm's and this is, and they deal with the R-rated content because they don't oh. want to change the sort of success um, template uh, for for Deadpool. And Deadpool would be like the figurehead of that of that department. Am I wrong, or am I making? I don't know. I don't know. I dream this. I, had, I hadn't heard that, but I mean, it would make complete sense. Although, because uh, I don't want Deadpool to change. I no, love no, that Deadpool. franchise. Oh God, they can't do that. Ryan Reynolds would let that happen. There's no way. How much power does he, he have? fired? He fired the last he guy that Deadpool, tried to change man. Like, yeah, he's dead. He fired like, the last guy. The last guy wanted to change the, change the, the feel of Deadpool. And yeah. he was like, you're gone. He's the Hugh Jackman of Wolverine. Like, you know what I mean? Like Hugh Jackman con- controlled Wolverine. He bought into the movie. Like character. that, eh? Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't now, hate that. I don't hate that when, when, um, when the characters and, and the, and the talent, uh, drive it. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially when you know that Ryan Reynolds had the best intentions. Yeah. Of the, for the character and just, he just hit him himself. He had so many, he, he does the character proper because Deadpool's got a lot of layers. He's not just like, you know, like a, a dirty Spider-Man who's quipping all the time. You know what I mean? He's, there's a lot more to him and a lot more motivation and they showed that, which was really great. And his battle, but he fights though, the battle scenes in Deadpool, the first one, the highway scene was just mind blowing. And the way he was, well, that he first was, Deadpool was just, Oh, is it flawless? It changed. It changed, yeah. so good. it changed comic book movies for me. Um, right after, I think there's only two movies I've felt over the last 20 years where I'm like, wow. And that was the dark Knight and Deadpool and Logan. I loved Logan. I loved the texture. Yeah, Logan, I just watched you know, that but, again. As well. But how dark Knight changed. Like when I was watching that going, this is, this is a comic book movie. And I, you know, I'm, I'm a partial cause I'm a DC guy, but I was like, this is unbelievable. Now, obviously Endgame was amazing. And then when you look back on the body of work, I think it's great, but Deadpool, that first Deadpool and how he willed it into existence in, 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 in itself. Like What's the story on that? that? I'm curious well, about that. Well, he shot that uh, that initial fight scene, uh, the shoop scene. He had he had shot something rough and leaked it onto the internet and got people talking about it. Now I don't know how far along they were at that point, whether or not there was a deal in place. But that all of a sudden got people talking, and I know you know they go back to that whole X Men Origins Wolverine, uh, yeah, Wolverine, uh, where Deadpool was just an awful, awful character, um, which I, I'm glad he got to sort of resolve that. Which again is a nice thing, right? Which like is at the end which, of that movie. They, it's the they... it's the greatness about having an actor who's involved in a franchise who knows the franchise, believes in the franchise. And and wants to deliver it uh, to to the fans of that franchise in, in the most honest and truthful way. What X Men uh, Wolverine, uh, the X Men Origins movie, did was was crap. And you know, it, it was a paycheck. Maybe he thought it was going to be something different, but the fact mm-hmm. that he stuck with it and you got Deadpool, which was brilliant. Deadpool two was okay. I, I thought it, it had its moments. I, I didn't think it was as strong as the first one. I didn't but... hate it. I, I liked. No, it. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I, I didn't like the casting for Cable. As I mentioned that before, I, I didn't think Cable was cast right. He should uh, he should have just stuck with Thanos. He was an amazing Thanos. Josh Brolin, um, Cable. Uh, he wasn't big enough. It just didn't work for me. 
did not work for me. But we we'd talked about that before. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And what are they going to do? Gina Carano, she can't come back to Deadpool, can she? No, she it's funny too because she played a really minor character from the comic okay. book. Like same as uh, Teenage Negasonic Warhead. She's a very minor character in the comic book. I actually have her first her first issue though, which has now gone up like a lot. And you know, it was in the dollar bins before, right? So, but they Sell, that, Chris, sell! Yeah, right. Oh, right. But the reason they were using all these side characters before is because they didn't own a ton of them. Like on the other side, who, who owned it? Who's owning that? Uh, Fox. So they didn't, they, you know, they had some big one. They didn't know what they were doing over there, man. Now they've got like, well, I can't believe like all the characters that are going to come out of, of WandaVision alone. Well, we I, I, I was going to sort of lead into that. Now they've alluded to Dr. Reed Richards. Uh, Monica yeah, I could get into that. So, yeah, check this out, dude. So, Fantastic Four. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Fantastic mm. Four. So, Reed Richards. So, uh, you guys are hey, amazing. Hayward is talking to Monica. <laughs> all right. Monica Rambo. Okay. Follow me here, Mike. Check this out. So, okay. and, and Monica's like, okay, you're going to send me into space. And Hayward says, no, we've lost astronauts in the blip. So right. there's some astronauts out there. That What's are the difference between the space. blip and the snap? I'm sorry. No, it's same thing. It's just we call it the snap. They call it the blip in the movie. Same oh, okay. thing. So what this guy is saying, Hayward is saying from S.W.O.R.D. is that we lost some astronauts in the blip out there. Exactly what happened to the Fantastic Four. Now, if Reed Richards shows up, because he is he is an astro uh, astro mechanic or astrophysics, um, that's then that he's not talking about them. Um, now, another one that could show up, not to cut you off here, Mike, but I, I, I know this one really well because I researched it. The other one that could show up is an X-Man. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember Beast, Hank McCoy. Oh, yeah. Okay. He, he's another he's another one that could show up or it could just be her saying he's an astro. It could be like her code. I think I drank with Drake. Beast at a bar in the north end of Edmonton. Seriously? The, the actor, Probably, right? Because they filmed it there, didn't they? No. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You just wander. What he would fit in there, though, right? You know, just wandered in. Like, hey, how's it going, guys? But the thing about, like, even just that minor little hint in that episode uh, caused the internet to explode, like, from the nerdy comic guys. Right. Because all of a sudden, they're like, oh, it's Reed Richards, the Fantastic Four. And then John Krasinski's name gets thrown around as been for so being the new too. Reed Richards. Yeah. And, and you've got these people that are designing fan art, like, just... Yeah incredible things again almost it's almost like the audience is willing these actors and these characters into these movies yeah. the investment uh, is huge right oh yeah there's and, so much money they're gonna make that's what i find so interesting about it because we do we do daily segments on our show um mm -hmm. with jimmy who is the the little person on our show is a big nerd mm -hmm. from star wars to everything but we do these daily um these daily hits nerd news star wars news and we we uh, this morning we touched on um jared leto possibly Ooh. showing up as 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 uh, the joker, joker. in the next joker. he is 
Help me out here, Chris. Yeah, it's yeah, Justice, Justice League. League. The, uh, the Justice, Justice League, League remake. Zack Snyder, yeah, right? Zack, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, and the, the text lines just go, <laughs> they go crazy. Like, mm-hmm. right? and people have the the scenarios and and the reasons why, and I, that's what I find interesting is always the storylines. I love the fact that you guys told me about Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds sort of putting that franchise on his back right from the oh, beginning. Yeah. I thought he was sort of plucked out of whatever and put in there. No. No, it, that's that to me. That's awesome. That's a great story. It's a Canadian. He's Canadian. Like the Deadpool, the character is Canadian as well, right? And he, I think he's from the same area, Regina. possibly. That, yeah, so shitty that rhymes with fun. Remember? It's like, he's all over it too. And, and the funny thing too is in the comic books, in the comic books, Wolverine and Deadpool have this kind of thing going on, and Hugh Jackman and uh, Ryan Reynolds have they they brought it into real life, kind of. It's fucking awesome. It is yeah. good, yeah. They're, and they broke the, the commercials. They broke the coffee. The, the coffee commercials and the mm-hmm. and the and the gin commercials are just it's brilliant. It it's goes cool. back to our conversation earlier about content. Yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. what Ryan Reynolds is brilliant at content. Well, when you own it though, here's the thing. So why are we talking about the success of the Mandalorian? It's because the people in charge of the Mandalorian get it and have been given permission to do whatever they want. Really, honestly, within this, within the universe, and in yeah. one division, like obviously, there's a vision. The vision, no, no pun intended, but there's a vision there to take it wherever they want to go. There was a story before we move to trivia time. Uh, there was a story about a couple of years ago uh, when Kevin Smith was get, was asked to write the new Superman movie, and so he had this whole thing, and it was going to be the greatest. You know, if it's coming from Kevin Smith, there's a, it's like Chris writing it. So it's like it would have been this great story arc. But then the producer, Stevens, came up to him and was like, whatever happens, he's got to fight a giant spider. Yeah, a robotic spider. <laughs> and they're like, wait giant a minute, robotic. what the fuck do you mean a giant Fox. robotic spider? He goes, he's got whatever he does, like the producers from the, like, you know, they've, they've owned this thing. Whatever he does, he's got to fight a giant spider. And he's like, okay. And then, of course, Kevin turned into an ass and was like, does he have laser eyes and all this shit? <laughs> and they went to this whole thing. And then, of course, the movie got canned. And so the next movie that came out that that guy produced was The Wild Wild West. And who do they fight at the end of that movie? A big giant, giant fucking spider. A big spider. giant spider. He got his mechanic. And it was supposed spider. to be in Superman. Thankfully, when they did Superman Returns and they yeah. did all that stuff. There Great was no story. There was no he spiders. also wanted a gay R2-D2, right? Like, that's what he wanted. He wanted a gay. That's what he said to Kevin Smith. I want a gay R2-D2. <laughs> So anyways, Why it's trivia funny? time. Chris has got, okay, we'll get into predictions wow. of where we think it's going to go in a minute. There are three hour episodes coming up. Mike, you sticking for a minute or you got a jet? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, okay. We've got power. Lock, Chris has got some trivia. Oh my gonna, gosh, we do. Hold on. I'm not going to do well at trivia. Yeah, and, okay. and but I told him to make it. Uh, well, these are super easy. Take it down a notch. Jesus. These are, these are pretty easy, I'm going to disappoint buddy. you guys. Okay. Well, okay, sorry, Lock, what's here. your favorite hockey team? Um, I cheer for the Oilers now, Ooh. but I grew up in BC and I was a Vancouver Canucks fan sure. as a kid. I'm here and now. I also had a father who despised the Montreal Canadians. So I sort of adapted that. Okay. Right. So my, um, my hockey lineage is based on my moving around the country is very, very complicated, but I've grown to hate the Habs and that's probably even more so than my dad. And that's probably my definition of a a hockey fan is my hatred for the Habs more than anything. There's three kind of leaf fans. The ones who get it, the ones who don't and the Hab fan. 
Uh, That's it. Because there's a one Leaf fan that, and I'm a Leaf fan, but there's a one that are like, nothing they do is wrong. Everything they do is the greatest thing in the history of things. Yeah, but they, but they, no, 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 it's the great, great. And then there's the other one that's like, oh, they got a pretty good team and it's going to be entertaining to watch, which I think we all probably category. And then there's the Hab fan. Those are the three kind of Leaf fans. So we'll throw some hockey trivia in for you too, just to keep it. The hardest thing, uh, or the most interesting thing about moving to Edmonton was the pure hatred for vancouver like it is palatable here i have a question i have a story for you then keep going (laughs) yeah when i was in in winnipeg i was surprised at the diversity of the fans like you would run into somebody in the bar and uh, you could go around from table to table and everybody would have a different favorite team um in edmonton i mean you cheer for the oilers here and then i thought well okay well the, the the flames everybody will hate yeah they hate the flames and there's definite disdain for the for the calgary uh franchise but there it there is pure hatred for canucks fans which let me give you a story about about canuck uh, about about well, in vancouver for one second i have to touch on this because so we talked about the t- uh, tsn 1040 going down mm-hmm. uh, that's the first sports station i got when i got out here it was great everyone was on it i'm sure you know all the guys don taylor pratt all these guys were on it it was a great station to listen to but the disdain for toronto was like nothing I've ever seen in my life. And I'm not talking yeah, about the yeah. Leafs. I am talking about the city. And I couldn't, I was minorly offended when I moved here. I'm like, what the fuck's everyone's problem with us? And then I realized that the West has never, or that, that Canada's never really needed the West to vote, to, to determine who the prime minister is oh. until about 20, 2005 when I moved out here. Because up until that point, if you won Young Street, you're the prime minister. That's just the way it went. So then I, all the stories I kept getting hit, hit, hit with were like, well, they don't, they don't pay attention to us out in the West. So fuck them. And that was where it went. And then really I, I boiled it down a little bit further down to the fact that um, Hockey Night in Canada never showed Canucks games. So they only ever showed Toronto Maple Leaf games ever in the Habs. And they're like, well, it's nationwide and everyone loves Toronto. It's like being out here and saying that we all love the Raptors, or we all love something. It's like, no, we aren't the North. We're the fucking West, and you're the East. And that's kind of how it how it went. And I could see that hatred between them because the hatred for like they don't hate like Vancouverites don't hate Edmonton and Calgary, but everyone but they hate Toronto. But then Toronto, like Edmonton, hates Vancouver. It's a funny it's a funny divide. And you've been all through those markets, lock in the West, so I'm sure you've felt it. Well, yeah. I mean, I started my career in Vancouver because I was going to school there and then I made my way all the way to Winnipeg and I bounced around uh, Western Canada. So, yeah, you get you get a really the football conversation is interesting, too, right? Because you end up in in uh, and Seattle. I, in Vancouver, like I no one cheered. No one went to CFL games, man. My God, you go to Winnipeg, you go to Edmonton, man. This whole yeah. city lives for CFL. It's awesome. It's it's so cool to see, and then there's that massive hatred between Regina and Winnipeg fans, and yeah, so it, it's and Edmonton, it's yeah, it's great, and it's, Edmonton as well, yeah. And I think everyone just wants it all to come back now. But anyways, oh, so, that's the big thing. We get we have seasons tickets, and we we sit up in the uh, in the cheap seats and drink beer with everybody, and and that was the biggest thing from last year that we missed was the Friday night football games. Yeah, trivia time, Chris. Let's what you got? What do you got, buddy? Holy cow! Okay. <clears throat> Last time Mike wiped my ass with uh, the uh, with the Star Wars. Well, these are pretty so. easy. Okay, Lachlan, I'm going to give you Lachlan. Check this one out. Okay, uh, the version of Pietro, 
Quicksilver that's in Scarlet Witch. Okay. Her brother. The brother of, okay. of Scarlet Witch who's in there, Pietro, the crazy guy runs really quick. He's from a franchise outside of Marvel. Okay. Now, what superhero franchise did he come from? X-Men, Fantastic Four, or Venom? Fantastic Four? No. X-Men. Okay. <laughs> Let's guess. You were close. We could have had somebody steal. Okay. Yeah, you well, steal away. Yes. But every time still Mike steals, he dances and then does like a football <laughs> it's a, it's thing. A he kind of throws her in your face. He's like, it's a whole you. thing. I anyway. do the uh, I do the uh, wedding dance, you know. The, <laughs> Mike, take you those old records do. off the shelves. All right, you let's go. To, what do you, you got? Do what you do, Mike. You need to. What do you got, Chris? Hey, Mike, you ready for one, buddy? All right, Mike. A younger mm. version of Monica Rambo is in the Marvel movie mm-hmm. Captain Marvel. True mm-hmm. or false? That is very true. Yeah, you got that. There you go. Yes, and uh, they did sort of allude to the fact that her and Captain Marvel ain't on exactly the best of terms, right? Which uh, yeah. will be interesting to see how that plays into Captain Marvel too. So many little threads to pull on. It's yeah. crazy. Not to mention, there's a debate going on whether Captain Marvel could beat Superman, but that's for another thing. I'm kind yeah, of pissed off about that. Okay, Brent, you ready? Sure. All right. What other Marvel movie series was Cat Dennings in? Darcy. Was it Spider-Man? Was it Captain Marvel? Or was it Thor? It was Thor. It was. You got it. Good job. Holy yeah, cow. She's the, uh, Holy cow. What was the show job. that she was on? She was on some TV show. Not Two so Broke long. Girls. Two Broke Girls. That's it. Yeah, okay. That's it. There we and go. she was also in 40-Year-Old Virgin. That's I remember her from that. What? And she also broke the internet when they had one of those typhoon leaks. Oh, she was part was she part of the Fappening? <clears throat> <laughs> okay, that's where that's I know her from. <laughs> that's her I have no idea what that is. Uh, oh, Chris, you don't know what that is? Well, no, I, no, I, I'm, 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 I saw some side boob. It was a thing a, a while ago. Side boob. To Google it. Okay, well, there's, right, there's, our, there's our quick quiz right there. There it is. That's it. That was yeah, the quiz. It. it was just a quick one. Oh, uh, okay. I thought I thought it was. I was. Damn gonna, it, I lost. Well, no, I thought I was going to have it Lachlan <laughs> against Dean here at first, right? Because to see to see which of the guys that didn't know that much about it got uh, got the winning thing. There. Oh, so Dean would have killed me. Oh, Woody, I didn't know that. Okay, I thought well, that he watches way more of this stuff than I do, right? Oh, like, okay. I, I think he's uh, yeah, yeah, from the conversations we've had, right? So Lachlan, we'll let we'll let you guys go soon here. What uh, predictions? Where do you want to see it go? Give me the prediction of somebody. Yeah, where that would doesn't, you like to see it? Where go? do you want to see this go? I think it's yeah. going to go. Where do you want to see Scarlet Witch go there? Where the show? What would you like to see? Well, I mean, I don't hate the idea that they're doing the uh, the hour long episodes mm-hmm. like you guys have mentioned. Uh, I think that that will that'll because I found it hard to stay invested. With the 30 minutes, it just seemed too quick for me. Um, From somebody who doesn't, I'm not seeing the Easter eggs. I'm just watching the storyline. Yeah. So I'm just paying attention to what's, how it's developing. I, and again, I I brought it up earlier with the X-Files thing. I, I like the fact that there's this group behind the outside of the walls that's trying to impenetrate what she's created 
and it and it has that kind of that kind of feel for me so and because i was a huge x-files fan when i was yeah, when i too. was a kid yeah. so i i watched all those shows and 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 and, and the scully and Mulder and, and 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 that to me i like that storyline so whenever they're behind the scenes doing that that's mm-hmm. kind of cool to me so if they can c- continue to do that i'm not i don't know enough about the 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 backstory to know where the because chris and even jimmy keeps bringing up the potential um evil person or the magneto magneto or or, or, or nightmare or mephisto or yeah keanu reeves came up on the show and we talked about it last week mephisto he could be so yeah i I don't know enough about it but if if keanu reeves is thrown into it i love him too so so I, yeah, it's the same thing when I, when we're having a conversation about the Joker, we, we get into a conversation on our show. We don't get into the weeds on the Joker. We get into who did a better job, Jared Leto or, uh, yeah. or, or Keanu or not, or, uh, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, <laughs> Heath Ledger or Joaquin. Or, or Although Joaquin I will throw this at you, um, Jared Leto, Heath Ledger, mm-hmm. The nerd on the show, Jimmy, said that Jarrett Leto's performance as the Joker is comparable to Heath Ledger. And both Grant and I were like, what? None. No. I didn't. Okay. You got to like Jared Leto first to agree with that. <laughs> well, Number one. Jared, Jared Leto was only in a little bit of the movie where you had like. Exactly. The new, the new part. Took, yeah. Basically I think Chris. The star like, of the movie, right? Yeah. But I think the new, like the Justice League Leto that they're coming out, they are moving into this new kind of like, they had to do a bunch of reshoots and stuff for the Justice League. It's going to be a four hour long movie. And they did a bunch of reshoots um, to tie into Snyder's cut of which they cut a whole bunch of, like they filmed a whole bunch of new Joker stuff uh, of which there is, he's not the little punk that was, you know, with the spiky hair and everything. It's a different right. approach that he's, he's inside. Not the Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's a Joker. different. It's a different one. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't like the grills. Well, they were saying that that one might even be the Jason Todd Robin with the grills right in that one. Tattoos. So that might not even have been the real Joker because the Joker. What happens in the comic books is the Joker kills uh, the second Robin, Jason Todd, and Jason Todd uh, takes over the mantle of the Joker for a while. There, he like the red hood. He does the whole. He goes crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, he basically kills Robin, but uh, not really. You know what I mean? You know, everybody comes back in comic books, right? So the Joker beats him to death with a <laughs> You're crowbar. You're dead in the comic Oh, yeah, but it's, it's a wild comic book, man. And it shows the Joker just for a whole page just swinging on Robin, man. And then, you know, it blows the building up. Batman's walking out with him in his arms. Batman thinks he's dead. He's not really dead. He comes back as the Joker. So that's what they're saying, that maybe um, that Jared Leto with the grills is it wasn't even the real Joker. It was this uh, Jason Todd. So I wasn't even... Been watching any of the other Suicide Squad other than Margot Robbie? I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, she's, she's awesome, hard huh? not to watch. Holy yeah. shit, she's stunning. Yeah, my son, my it's son right just, it. my son just discovered Wolf of Wall Street not too long ago. <laughs> he hasn't stopped watching it. <laughs> He's got a new career coming up. Big buddy. fan. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan. There's, there's the Christmas point. There's, there's oh yeah, dead, there's the picture oh, from the okay. comic. There's a dead great. Robin. There's a dead Robin. That's some good writing in that. Every once in a while, you get these comic books that the writing is just like mind blowing. And you're like, why didn't they make a movie out of this? And now they are right. Like the, the, the subject matter and the stories that they have to choose from in Marvel and DC is ridiculous. There's so much, you know, what's a really well-written comic book. Skeletron. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) Chris is Chris's comic Skeletron. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Mike, where do you think it's going, buddy? Uh, I think all, would you like it to go, Mike? No, all roads, all roads lead to Dr. Strange. 
Yes. So at some point we will see. I'm 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 hoping we see uh, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, show up as Doctor Strange. Um, was he good? Yeah, we kind of made fun of him. Was he okay? He, he was excellent. He did a really good job. I, I thought he was. Yeah, I like him as an actor. I, I thought he was. He was decent as Khan in the uh, the Star Trek remake oh, when they yeah, did that one. Yeah, I thought Khan! he was. I, I was yeah, but uh, of, me. Uh, of all those other uh, sort of the the smaller Marvel universe films, kind of like Ant Man. I loved Ant Man. Yeah, uh, that one surprised me. Guardians of the Galaxy was was a nice surprise, and yeah. I thought Doctor Strange was actually really good yeah i enjoyed um, it and and his portrayal of dr strange was it played really nicely off of uh robert downey jr's tony stark so i i, I liked that sort of interplay so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him show up at some point um i hope they reveal the big baddie who do you want to see to be the villain mike who would well, you, if I, you could pick it I'm, who would you pick? i'm down with i'm down with keanu reeves i i, will, I agree i'll yeah. pay money to see that uh give me another john wick film right uh, like i'll take anything oh, i love the john point. wick films yeah. fantastic um, can you imagine though can you imagine if marvel pulls off keanu reeves being the main villain and just hiding the fact that they that he is like whoa like if nobody know like all of a sudden we get to like the eighth you know the fight or the ninth episode and it's like okay keanu reeves is the major villain and he's going on to the doctor strange movie and everybody's like like how do you keep that if they could pull this off this is again i think i mentioned this earlier we don't know who the main villain is. You usually hear who the actor is that's going to play or the actress. You usually yeah. at least hear that. We haven't heard anything. And the only reason we heard the Quicksilver one is because the uh, language... Uh, the voice actor, yeah. Yeah, the voice actor yeah, spilled it. Oh, that Quicksilver man. was going to be on there. So they've still kept secret who the main villain actor or actress is going to be. So that's pretty exciting. And way to go. Like, wait yeah, wait, wait, wait that, to keep that, that a secret. That dude man. who did the uh, Spanish, uh, the Spanish translation of, of yeah. Quicksilver, like... Dumbass, you sign an NDA for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care if you're doing it in Swahili. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't promote the fact that hey, I did Quicksilver from X Men in the, this upcoming yeah. Wandavision. Well, yes, he movie. won't work. He won't work very much anymore uh, no. after something like that. No. Um, I, I do want to see. I, I really do want to see them flesh out Monica Rambo a little bit. I love the. Uh, I love the sexual tension between Jimmy and. Uh, uh, and uh, awesome. Darcy, I, I think I think that's the new that's the new Marvel uh, hot couple there. Very cool. Uh, Jimmy Woo's hilarious. He's hilarious. I like Jimmy Woo. He's funny. Does anybody remember what movie he was in before of the Marvel series? Ant Man. Yeah, Ant Man too. He's an Ant Man. Um, yeah, it's I, I I just I like how they're I like the presentation of it. Um, Paul Bettany is great as Vision. Uh, he's he's the one character that you know isn't going to live which is unfortunate because I really do like him again as an actor and, and Brent, here you go. This is, this is one of those sort of, uh, weird tie-ins to all that we talked about tonight. Is it Wayne Gretzky? No. What do I have in common with both, with both vision and the Joker? Wait a minute. Hold on. What do you have in common with the vision and the Joker and the Joker? Ah, voiceover stuff very good there we go well, you voice them i i am I, i'm actually a vetted joker uh 
through Warner Brothers in DC. Wow. Like a bunch of years ago, Let's I did a Joker. Let's hear well, it. Well, no. My Joker is a is a cross between Caesar Romero and Mark Hamill. <laughs> cool. So, and it's just a lot of those laughing are the two and, best and jokers. That. Yeah, I love those guys. Uh, a bunch of years ago, I got a gig as um and at the time I didn't know what it was. It was just uh, they were looking for a Joker and a Batman for some uh, amusement thing. Then I'm like, okay, whatever. So I ended up I ended up getting it, but I had to get vetted by Warner Brothers in DC, uh, DC Comics, be, to to actually do the role to 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 get approval on it. So, which I thought was pretty cool. Ended up it was one of those. You ever go to like a, a Dave and Buster's or some sort of like a Chuck E. Cheese where they've got laser mazes? Where you go into a room, you have to like avoid the lasers, and you've got five minutes to hit buttons on the wall and stuff like that. Well, it was for one of these. It was the Batman and Joker laser maze that uh, initially started at uh, Adventure Dome at Circus Circus in Las Vegas. So inside their little... um, mini amusement park in the casino, which I still... uh, If you've never been to Circus Circus... If you go to Vegas, just go there just to see like the absolute bizarreness of it all. <laughs> it's like it's it's as it's as low budget a casino as you can get, but it's the only casino I've ever seen where they've got machines and then like a whole amusement park for the kids to run around right behind the behind the the casino, you know, slots and all that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, it was, and everything. It's bizarre. Yeah, so it was they they had it running in there. So when I went to Vegas, not long after it opened, it was kind of bizarre because it was a pretty big, you know, display and and like my voice is jokering all over the place. <laughs> so that was pretty wild. And the vision, I was the voice of vision for another Vegas thing. They had the uh, Madame Tussauds Wax Museum at the Venetian. Uh, they had a whole Marvel, I don't know if it's still there or not, uh, but they had a whole Marvel Universe uh, display. And I was the vision voice of the of sort of the pre-show and the, uh, and, and the startup of Paul the show. Bettany? Did you do it uh, I, I, I did it as Paul Bettany, like a weak ass Paul <laughs> Bettany. I, I did it as like, as like if I was uh, a jock in Canada now trying to get a radio gig on air, I would do like a fake British accent just to be cool. Just to get like, on the radio and to get it'll hired. Get you on, it'll get you on the radio. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. So, so that's my connection to vision. Right. I'm a vetted joker and I guess I'm a go. vetted vision. So well, he's going to uh, die. Uh, I want it to go. <laughs> I want it to go. Uh, I, want, I can't wait to watch Wanda get evil as shit. So I want to see where that's going. Chris, you predicted some evil coming from her. I want that oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I want to find out what they swallowed up when she pushed the whole wall forward. Because I know she turned towns. Oh, I'm saying she turned towns like she she pushed it further than expanding Westview. But I'm just wondering, is there like after she did that, is there like a all this new shit that's going to come out of her pushing well, you see, it forward. All the circus, the, all yeah. the clowns and stuff, which I'm like, just wondering if are like, they in now? I'm wondering if there's like, I have a prediction that's, that's going to come out of that. I have and, a prediction on it. Yeah. Huh? I think that her expansion is going to weaken her Ooh. and show some vulnerability Ooh. and it's going to be the way in. 
Nice. For Let's book this Makes shit sense. right now. Lachlan with the hot <laughs> there take. There you go. Yeah. We like look at this guy. You see, hot take. When I told Lachlan uh, the other day, I said, we want you to come back on. We're going to bring you up to speed on, or we want to get your take on it. You know, he could have blown it off, but the guy I was true, tweeting, man. he was like, well, I'm in Agnes now. I'm like, well, he's fucking watching it now. So look at this. We've challenged him. We're bringing him in. We'll get you there. Don't worry. Yeah. You'll be having I'll your own there. podcast in no time. I'll get there. <laughs> I enjoy you guys. I find you enjoy highly you. entertaining. Awesome. Thanks. Buddy. We're not oh. really as nerdy as you would think. Yeah. No, like, no. But I tell people, just so you know, I tell people I'm on the nerd podcast. That's right. It's fun. That's yeah, all right. I just, yeah. Badge of honor. I know you guys don't mind it because. <sighs> oh, I wear it with a badge of honor, man. Nerd's yeah. wrong. I've got a 16 year old who tells me constantly that I'm not cool. So it's it's all good. I'm, I'm oh, used to it. God. Uh, and then obviously I'm I want to know where Phil Dunphy in my house. So. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of, so speaking so we'll, we'll wrap up here, but speaking of that, so we've had these intros, right? We've had the leave of the beaver. We've had the dream, the dream of genie. We've had the seventies, like uh, Malcolm in the middle was the last Malcolm one in the middle. Do we have predictions on what the next intros are going to be? Yeah, it's, what did I just say there? Uh, the uh, one and did, yeah, modern family. Well, I think modern family for sure, there. but there's got to be one before modern family because it's oh. Ma- Malcolm in the middle was late nineties. Now right. we're going to be into that two, 2000 and the 2010 period or two or no, that nah, was, I've, that was eighties and nineties. I, what was after? Well, what's a, what's a property that Disney, uh, well, what was Disney big after owns. Malcolm in the middle? What was, because big? I mean, Friends, Disney bought, it? Disney bought Fox, right? So that Malcolm, the Malcolm in the uh, Malcolm in the middle makes sense. That makes sense. That was a Fox property. Mm-hmm. So who like married with children? No, come on. That would be awesome. Yeah. I have married with children. Come Wanda and vision. Yeah. Wanda. And but they can't, it's got to go in order. So now it's like from Malcolm in the middle, it, Obviously, it makes sense. It's going to be probably Modern Family in there, but there's well, got to be. I think Modern one Family's before. been around for. A while. Can anybody quickly <sighs> check when Modern Family was was released? Two thousand five, six or seven, probably. Right. What about what about uh, Kirby? Wonder years too old. Wonder Ooh, years yeah, that, that, yeah. Wonder years would be too old. But that's a, that's a good, great show. That's a great show. I'm wondering yeah. if it would be something like. Uh, I was going to say. I was wondering if it'd be something like Friends or, or something. Okay, two thousand and nine. Uh, can they do Friends? That's what it started. That's so two thousand and nine. So there's like, a lot between ninety nine and two thousand and eight. There had to have been something big in there, and then Modern Family could be the next one, and then the third episode could be the new intro for whatever the this Seinfeld is. Seinfeld Fox. Yeah, but Seinfeld was eighty nine, right? That's old too. Oh, okay. So it's got to be from nineteen ninety nine to Malcolm in the Malcolm in the was the year two thousand. So that's it's got to oh, be, okay. so it's it's be after Malcolm in the middle. Then. So, and, and modern family is 2009. So that's, that's what I read online that it right. was going to be. I, I read some things that I'm not revealing here. Like I, I actually oh, okay. read the whole synopsis of the episode. Um, and so it, it sounds go. like it's going to be right. Cause it was, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I can't. Well, let's, I want to go with Lachlan's prediction. Cause I, I think if you get it, buddy, then you quality, you get, you're in, if you got that prediction, right. You are in. I like it. I like and it. if they do the, the realm. If, if they do Modern Family, does that mean that uh, Wanda gets her accent back? I don't know. Because <laughs> her accent's been nowhere no. uh, since. When she got, and then she got mad, right? She was so yeah. cool looking when she got mad. And her, her outfit is exactly the same color as Magneto's outfit, too, which I don't know if everybody knows. She went a little more purple in this episode with her outfit, and it's the same color as Magneto's, which I kind of know. Hey, Chris, what was the kick-axe thing that everybody was talking about? Kick-ass. Because I totally... Oh, kick ass. Sorry. Kick ass. So the funny thing about that Lachlan is it's a bad. movie from image comics. We all I've, um, s- I've seen it, but I didn't know what the connection was between WandaVision and, and, and okay, that so, show. So the, the, the Quicksilver that was in the WandaVision show, 
yeah. is in Kick-Axe. And the guy who played Quicksilver in the Avengers movie, a different guy, because it was a different property, right? He was in the Kick-Axe movie, too. They were both in the Kick-Axe movie. So the act, both actors that played uh, Quicksilver were oh, okay. So Kick-Axe. Oh. Kick-Ass, yeah. Kick-Ass. Kick-ass. That was a decent. On a side note, Lachlan. Good movie. Go. I like that. The little girl was amazing in uh, in Kick-Ass. Chloe Moretz, yeah. Yes. Oh, um, Nick Lachlan. Cage was in it, so you he know was. And then Jim Carrey. Yeah. Oh, that's right. If you want to go with a trivia question here, Lachlan, then uh, since you said Kick-Axe, quick, name a Kick-Axe song. Go. Oh, shit. That's not it. Uh... Three. I got one. I got one. I got the album too. This is for our friends Todd and Brent Fitz, occasional co-hosts. Oh my God! I, dun, I can't dun, believe dun, I'm dun, dun. the music for screwing it up. You got to help me out. I'm, I'm totally on the gapping. road to rock. <laughs> on the I'm going we with have, heavy metal shuffle. Thank you very much. Okay, we rock. have a we have a show on our weekends uh, Saturdays where we do nothing but metal and nice. hair. From nice. like noon till six, and I had to put in a bunch of stuff, and I'm like, we have to put in some kick acts. So I, I remember about four or five, six months ago, we were putting in a, a couple of kick acts tunes. Well, we play everything from Wasp to Nice. You name oh, it. Yeah, I want to be somebody's one of my favorite songs from back in the day. Well, I want to uh, be somebody's a great. A song. few people on this panel could definitely program that for you as well. So I will call you guys for. I'll send you a note for 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 suggestions on songs. Love it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's the one division preview with our friend Lachlan. Uh, Lachlan, Mike, everybody, tell us what you're doing, uh, where we can find you, all the things. Lachlan, go ahead, buddy. 95.7 Cruise FM, um, the locker room, Monday to Friday. We also release a podcast, but I also jump on uh, every Tuesday. And sometimes um, if, if we're bored, we do another one. But I'm on the Dean Blundell Roundtable which is how I've sort of eased my way into this podcast world and how I met you fine gentlemen as well. So yes, awesome, man. Happy that, to have you. that modeling career has fallen a little bit short. <laughs> Don't give up brother. Don't give up. Mike, Mike P. Yeah. I just, I'm here. I just, I work, I'm working in my little booth here, you know, Closed, caption, closed captioning is brought to you in part by Advil 12 hour. <laughs> when the pain says you can't Advil says you can Advil and go. And the whiskey says you will keep doing it. <laughs> That's it. My, my life is, it, it, again, this is, this, this is killer. I mean, I spent so many years in a production studio uh, having to record, you know, 15 second uh, weather tags uh, that were 30 seconds in length of copy because the sales guy couldn't, you know, convince the client that it was too long. That's my life now. My life is now reading 15 and, and six second tags, but I am not complaining. It's so why don't you do one for Can I, can I yeah, interrupt here quickly? Oh my God, Mike, thank you. <laughs> I had Lachlan knows he's been somebody there. commented recently in, in our building about my ability at voiceover and I'm not suggesting I'm good at it, but they were saying to me, the, the program director said, well, the production staff doesn't think that you take the time to read the copy. And I went, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> they give me a 30 second spot to get in in fucking 15 seconds. What, what exactly do you expect it. me to do? <laughs> if there's any skill that I did take with me, because the one thing when I, when I, 
went full time, and and they always said like, if you're going to do this for real, uh, you got to lose the radio. And I mean, the fortunate fortunately for me, I wasn't on the air as much as I was in production, so I didn't I didn't have a whole lot of. Uh, affectation to get rid of yeah but i will say that like the greatest thing i ever got was was having to do all these you know 15 second spots or 30 second spots that were 45 seconds and cop because i can spit that shit out in no time and they're yeah. like wow and it's legible too and i'm like yeah man like <laughs> car commercials bah. disclaimers bah. liquor like, store why, why don't you cover the mic in front of you and then cut us a, a blue microphone promo for the kids on the escalator <laughs> Hey, hey, if there's one thing that I don't do anymore, I don't I don't ad lib. I just read the copy that's in front of me, man. That's it. Yeah, you know what? That's interesting because I and 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 pardon my ignorance on that scenario, but when Mike's done all the intros for all my all the different series of the podcast that I've done, including this one, uh, and the journey for Java and all this stuff. He's done them all, but he's like, send me some copy. And I'm like, you want me to, I'm like, Oh yeah. That I took it for granted, but I'm like, you don't just come up with something. He's like, no, send me, send me some copy. And I'm like, fuck, I got to write something now. What am I going to do? And then he puts it together and, and here we are. So and, yeah, see, and I what still, a job you've done! So thank I've, you. For that. I, I was a copywriter a long time ago, and if I have to, I I still do. But another thing I learned early on is that when I would go into sessions and I would get copy that was kind of shitty, uh, I'd I'd so badly want to comment on it and and suggest you know hey maybe we could just like have you thought of <laughs> but that's a no-no because they're not paying me to be the copywriter the copywriter is sitting you know two seats over on their blackberry you know just you know trying to justify being at the session I so it. i i just man I, I read i'm ron burgundy i will read what's on the teleprompter scotchy scotchy, scotch. i'm ron burgundy like that's me. I will say, I will say, you know, go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> as long as I get paid. That's it. That's it. Pay so. me plenty. Thanks gentlemen for yes. joining us this week. Thanks boys. The, uh, WandaVision uh, recap of the, we'll, we'll gather again in three more weeks, I guess. And that's always to be a very big episode, Michael. Sounds good. Oh, I can't wait. To be, we got I enjoy you guys. Up. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Lachlan. Come back buddy. anytime, care, everybody. Lachlan. That's Lachlan Cross. That's Michael Pongrass. Mike. Good to see you, buddy. Awesome to see you. Be well. Wow, another one in the books. Now, I like. I could wrap it right now with one minute to spare, but hey, you know what? We'll just keep going for a second because uh, we covered off some shit there. Wow. Wow. Right. One. I got so much more to talk about. Yeah. So, I, what we're gonna do is I'm gonna do a pre-recorded episode for the weekend. Amazing. Yeah. I got pages here, pages of stuff that I really need to talk about, get off my chest and some awesome little Easter eggs and things. So I'm going to do a pre-recorded deal, but we also have um, some new video games being played on our channel, right? Yeah. So Alex played dropped in last night after Chris's uh, guitar lessons and played some battlefront. Uh, it was kind of cool listening to uh, him narrate that. So you guys can check that out on Twitch. He's uh, messing around. I, uh, I also uh, added NHL 20 to the mix the other day. Uh, nice. I'm still trying to get used to the controller setup. I, I was pretty good on the smart controller before on NHL 12 and NHL 16, mm -hmm. but 20, I've kind of reentered into it and I built up a three, 
nothing lead the other night uh, against the uh, Montreal Canadiens and lost four uh, three uh, in OT. So I've made my debut on video games that didn't go very well. <laughs> and we're I'm playing some stuff on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. Plus. I'm playing on uh, NHL 20. I'm doing both. I have my Toronto Maple Leafs team, which is just like uh, the team they're using now. Except yeah. I'm on there. Chris Machete's on there. Wicked. Um, yeah. And uh, we are 4-0, and though. I have lost all four games in that season. I'll have to post some. <laughs> the other one I'm having fun with, though, is where it's create a character or mm. career. And, and, I'm my, and I'm just my player. I don't control any other people but myself. And when I'm not on the ice, I hit the button, and it'll fast forward it. And I actually played through my junior career here in Kingston, right? Oh, and then I got drafted the by the LA next. Kings. Yeah. Yep. And then I got drafted by the LA Kings and then I demanded a trade because they're just pissing me off, man. Yeah, they trade me to Boston. I just got the trade. I'm in Boston now. Wow. So, That's going to so, make I'm on, So check out my line though, buddy. So I'm center. I got uh, uh, Marchant on one side and I got Pasternak on the other side. So I basically got traded for or filling in for uh, oh, Marchant. Mar- no, no, the center. Um, oh, uh, I'm, 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 I'm Chara. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, I know my. Yeah, brain. he's one of my favorite players. Yeah, like, yeah, Bergeron. Bergeron, yeah. So I don't know if he got. But the cool thing about when when you're playing the mode that I'm doing is you play San Jose, and it's like, whoa, they traded for Ovechkin. He's on that team. So it's it's like bizarro world NHL, and I'm having a lot of fun playing that one. That's the creator, create a player. Now you're player. doing that on PS on PlayStation, yeah? PlayStation Four. So are you? So with the Xbox, you can go with like uh, NHL '94. Uh, buttons. You yes, can go we can do that AB, on ours as well. Yeah. So, are you playing that? Or are you playing the smart? No, control? I'm pro, dude. I got. Pro, I'm. Yeah. I'm pro. I'm like. I'm the playing the pro level. I'm doing it. Yeah. What, what level are you guys playing on? Well, I've started. I, I mean, I would normally be all the way, but controller wise, definitely like NHL 12, 14, and 16, I was killing the smart controller. I was all over it, mm-hmm. but I hadn't played it for a few years because I just sometimes they release like. A, like they released like 15 and it wasn't as good as 14. It didn't flow as good or they changed something. So I was off it for a few years. I'm back on 20. So now I'm just trying to get used to the controller again. So I've had to start with NHL 94 settings with, with, with rat Alex, because we just kind of just getting him into the field, but I'm trying to slowly bring myself back into uh, the smart controller, which, you know, just takes a lot of time to do, but yeah, once we get there, we'll play. Yeah, we'll I find it. the Xbox controller is really large and clunky, huh? I mean, like, I don't compared... mind. It. I, that's all I've used, so I've never. Remember back to Nintendo, a... the little yeah, the yeah. Nintendo uh, yeah, yeah. NES ones. That's what Lonnie and I were playing with when we we're doing our retro gaming, right? And they're just tiny. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's been a lot of fun with that. Uh, speaking of Rad Alex, he did a little promo for us today, uh, dressed as Captain America. So go check that out on our that's Twitter. Really rad. Beyond. Yeah, fun stuff. Thanks to everybody for uh, for for checking that out that made him pretty pretty happy plus he went live last night uh playing um battlefront and that yeah. was pretty exciting for him he was like wow i'm man. live so we're, we're turning into like a channel now man it's not yeah. just like a show or like an episode it's like we got stuff going on on twitch on monday nights on tuesday yeah. nights we've got our, our uh, friday night retro that we got to get back into last friday night i apologize we sometimes we schedule things and i and we don't realize what's coming up <laughs> we have that coming up soon too don't we we're not doing a tuesday we're gonna do a different night right? yeah i think next week uh next week we should mention that uh, let me just double check here on the dates I thought it was because, the week after. no it's gonna be next week because uh oh, wow somebody knows got a little 
little thing. Somebody's getting half an older out here. Yeah, yeah, somebody's gonna turn a year older. So there might be a plan to do some stuff around that so time. 24th. So twenty fourth. So the twenty fourth. So next week we're gonna go on Wednesday night mm-hmm. uh, with a very huge guest, which yeah. I think we can probably we're gonna let the cat out of the bag. I think. Um, I think we're going to do it like a, a like an announcement together, Chris. Let's we'll just do a special broadcast before you get into Wandavision on the weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll do this again and say, "All right, everyone, pay attention. Tune in Wednesday. This person's coming." So sounds good. Um, but uh, yeah, on a, giant, on a side note, giant band, great. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. No big guest coming up. It's going to be amazing. On a side note, looking at the calendar, February is almost over. What the hell? Whoa. And we're into March. You know what? I was over in Europe at this time last year, and it was uh, this whole thing going on was like, yeah, I was kind just of starting. a thing. I you was were just like, starting to get sick. <laughs> so they say, yeah, yeah, that's what they said. But I was, uh, I was uh, approaching one of my favorite cities close. Uh, I was in uh, Helsinki last year on my birthday. Mm. Or actually, I went to uh, Estonia. The guys mm-hmm. on tour took me on an island, uh, and it was a close to, as close to Russia as I've ever been. It was very interesting. But we went uh, there. But that part of the uh, Scandinavia was was is always fun to be. But it's very cold this time of year, of course. So mm. that's where I was this time last year, and then March, and the next thing you know, we'll be back into. Uh, You'll be back into cutting the grass and, and away oh, I you can't go. wait. Let's get out and I want to do some gardening, plant some trees, get my weed growing. Got some good stuff. So you should be getting a delivery any minute. Of yeah, one Thursday. Of these. Thursday. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that from the blue of one of these. So I'll um, cut a commercial in my uh, my spaceballs helmet there. And yeah. Do my thing with my glasses on it. It'll be an awesome commercial. They'll like it. So we have to thank our friends over at DeanBlundell.com for hosting always. Us, as always. And um, it's that's where all the cool shit happens. All of it. And they just dropped a promo yesterday of everybody in their tidy little, uh, in, over the Dean Blundell the letters. Yeah. And there's a lot of people there and it's growing and growing and growing mm. and some killer content coming out of there. Lots of shit going on every single day of the week. So head over there, check it out. Um, so thanks to them. Thanks to our thanks friends. To I'm going to say it now at blue microphones. Mm-hmm. Right here, as of next week, Chris will be able to say it too. But right now, half this, half this podcast is sponsored by Blue Microphones. Half of it, yeah. I'm getting there though. Don't worry. Mix five, really Chris will, will get his shipment any day. Uh, what do you got there, Chris? Who do you? What are shoutouts? What do you got there? Well, I'm, I I got my you know almost got issue two done in the comic book. I don't want to go into detail about how hard it is to make your own comic sure. book, but I'm, and that's why I want to do this by myself at first. But you know. It's coming. It's almost there. We're, we're very, very close. There's so much other things we're working on. I've got my uh, workshop coming up with the uh, Canadian Kingston Film Festival. And then I just was asked to do uh, the Kingston Historical Heritage Society one as well. So I've got a couple comic book workshops coming up. And the cool thing about these are, especially the uh, Kingston Film Festival one, is that if you're anywhere around the world, man, you can sign up to this and take my course. It's uh, what, Lonnie, is a two hour course, I believe? Two hour course online zoom and it's 20 bucks i uh i think it's going to be killer and it's going to be a great way to learn and you're going to do now i don't want to give anything away but what's the plan you got to give away those tickets too we're going to give those away next wednesday on this giant episode Uh, next wednesday on the 24th is two days before the beginning of the festival it's perfect timing we're going to give away passes Mm -hmm. so what you got to do to win is you got to share our shit and you got to tag us. There it's as go. simple as that. The person who shares, likes, tags us the most is going to win 
these passes to the Kingston Film Canadian Film Festival. Who's going to look online and check that? I guess Lonnie is, right? No, we're going to get tagged. I mean, we're going to get tagged. If you do it well, properly. Who's going to count? I get lost on there. It's like, I get tagged, you know, and I'm, I'm checking and it's gone and we'll I don't see. know what. And, oh. We'll know. We'll know. We'll, we'll, we'll to, just know. We'll know. We'll know who it's going to be because we'll I, I can, the every time we get tagged. Us. Plus, I'm trying to get uh, Chris booked on a, another comic book podcast here shortly. So we're going to see if that's going to come to fruition. There's lots of stuff where you can find us. Plus this nice mug you get yeah. that shit make sure you give us a thumbs up and a subscribe if you can that'd be cool that helps us thumbs up big time subscribing. it's a big good time big time big time uh okay that's a wrap for this week join us next week on wednesday wednesday the 24th wednesday. we are moving to the 24th just for that guest next week yeah yeah we got guest. a big guest we'll tell you soon chris is going to be back this weekend with a ton of shit uh, he's going to do another one division breakdown yes. uh uh, and then we're going to announce our guest for Wednesday. And we're also going to give away a whole bunch of shit on Wednesday as well. So come back next Wednesday. Yay. Stoked. Kids on the escalator podcast. Thanks everybody. Thanks Dean Blundell, blue microphones, Lonnie on the ones and the twos. Thank you, Lonnie, 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 Lonnie. And uh, thank you for listening. Good times. Red dudes. Yeah. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.